Yem Yem Tezayin Nisan, the 16th day of the month of Nisan. This is outside of Eretz Yisrael. Yem Tevshen Yishogolius. This is a Yom Tif. Of course, this is being recorded not on Yom Tif, <coughs> rather on Cholamoyed. So, the Rebbe says the following. Lel Beis, the Chag Hamatzis, Kriyashim Shalamita, Kamei B'chol Yom Tev. The evening Shema that we retire with is the same as every Yom Tif. And what the Rebbe is saying is that the first night of Pesach, besides for the, being the night of the Seder, etc., has a special thing that it's a little Shemurim. It's the night where Hashem guards and protects the Jewish people. He promises for all the generations that He's going to protect us. That's why there's a minig, we open the door. That's why there's a minig of some to keep the doors unlocked for the night. There's this uh, concept in Judaism of Lel Shimurim, which is why custom is part of the reason for the custom of the different things that we say in the Shema as we retire for the night is to protect us from the dangers of the night, <clears throat> spiritual, physical, etc. And um, that doesn't apply the night of Pesach, so therefore the custom is we only say the first paragraph of Shema as well as the bracha of Hamapil. It's very important to note about that, by the way, that being that the Seder is so late, many communities are davening before the stars come out. They're davening the evening service, so they should be able to get home. And therefore they didn't recite the full Shema in the right time. And therefore, even though what I just said is true, that we don't say the whole Shema, but if a person didn't say the Shema after after Tzais, uh, after the stars come out, they are obligated biblically, according to many opinions, that not just the first paragraph is biblical, um, that one would have to um, say all three paragraphs for, to fulfill that mitzvah. But that's as an aside. So the halacha is that we only do that and the brach of Amapel. <coughs> Excuse me. However, the second night, I would have thought, look, why do we keep a second day of Yom Tif? Because it's Sveika uh, Diyeme. I don't know, it's the 15th or the 16th, that's where we do a second Seder. But the Rebbe says, no, that only applies to the mitzvahs of the day. This concept of being a night where Hashem guards the Jewish people, apparently is somewhat disassociated from that. It's, it's a different concept. It's, uh, it has to do with the day of the month, one could say. Of course, the night of the Seder, when we do the Seder, also has to do with the day of the month. But if someone has a birthday, we don't keep two days just in case. We only keep two days just in case because there's a custom. Because in the olden day, they didn't have a set calendar or whatever. But in this regard, to being a night of protection, that doesn't apply. And therefore, the second night of Yom Tiv, even though it's, we do everything the same as the first night, but we say the Krishma as every other night. Fine. Point number two. Even one who does not have a father, may the merciful one protect us and save us. In other words, everyone should have their father. Every Yid, even a 90-year-old, deserves, have, deserves a tata, a 
physical father to help him, protect him, guide him, look up to. But sometimes, if someone doesn't have, um, before he asks the four questions, he says, Tata, I would like to ask you four questions. Now, the concept of this, <clears throat> on its face, the simplest pshat is to honor your father. As a mitzvah kibud we ask our father, and even if the father is not alive, it's uh, there's still a biblical obligation to honor your father, and out of respect to that, you say The Rebbe spoke by that for people who are on a certain level, literally, physically, the their father, not physically, but their father, literally comes down from Gan Eden into this world. And the Rebbe over there spoke how it's a big, big deal. That uh, ever says that's why you have to be in a very high level to do this because you you were matriach the neshama you bothered the neshama to come down you have to pay the neshama something in return and there has to be someone who's able to do something like that who's able to repay the, the soul and so on so that that so the rest of us do it that ever said there because of the preciousness to honor our father like we said to mention our father but to literally bring down the father. That's already uh, that's already um, um, that's already a certain level, and it's interesting because the Rebbe is really basing this on the Friedrich Rebbe because there's a fabrengen of the Friedrich Rebbe um, in Sefer Asichus in Tavrish Tadeches, 1938, where the Rebbe mentions where it seems that it was taken from that sicha, our Hayyim Yem, and over there he says how. Rebbe Rashab would stand and sometimes would stand in front of the table where the Rebbe Marash, his father, would stand in Yechidus. And he used to act as if his father was still alive. He used to lean on his hands and, and face. So the Friedrich Rebbe clearly is saying that that's the concept over here that we say, Tate, Chvel Bade Fregen. I've heard it be said that it's really going on our Father in Heaven. Tate, I want to ask you the four questions. And uh, while that's a, uh, a very beautiful shot, I, I've seen a few sikhas, a few letters, they bring it down in Hayyemi Mavur. I have yet to see that as one of the pshat, as one of the explanations from the Rabbeim. The Rabbeim, as far as I could tell, don't uh, say that. There's actually an amazing, amazing sikha from the Friedrich Rebbe in 1949, where he says that. <clears throat> that he asked his father, the Friedrich Rebbe asked his father, Rebbe Rashab, who was the Alter Rebbe talking to when he said, And Rebbe Rashab said that it wasn't a couple anything, he doesn't, doesn't receive anything on this issue. However, he says, I estimate, I believe that he was asking by Achia Hashiboini, Achia Hashiboini, the master and teacher of the Balshantiv. Which is an amazing thing, and uh, you see that Achia Shilani was involved not just with teaching the Balshemtiv. If you look in the letters of the Geniza Hachersanis, you'll see that Bechalal uh, he got involved. With students of the Balshemtiv, like the Magid, who he was revealed to, and the Adam Balshem, and and Achia uh, Shilani was pushed was the leader, so to speak, somehow. that It's an amazing thing. We see from the Sikha, from the Rebbe Rashab, that uh, the Alta Rebbe considered Achir Shilayni his father, somehow. 
concludes and says, a support for this, something similar to this, and perhaps a support to this, that we still say father, even though the father is not here, not even alive. That when we bench, even someone who doesn't have a father and mother, God forbid, he has to say in benching, the merciful one should bless my father, my master, my mother, my master, etc. If they're not alive, what are we saying it for? This is once again spiritual. Out of respect to our parents, the concept still exists spiritually and has significance. So just like over there we say it, over here as well, we still make mention of our father.